Hello, and welcome to the Stafford Boxing Report. Everybody knows who I am, Sheila. I'm Stafford. And we are the host of the Stafford Boxing Report. Stafford Boxing, the making of champions. Man. Hey. Hello, everybody. What's going on? We're glad that you're here with us today. Yes, sir. There's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a lot going on. So the title of this podcast show is What's Going On in the Streets? Whew, boy. It's a lot going, going on? on. So, baby, you want me to go ahead and jump yeah, into it? Yeah, you can it? go ahead. Well, this uh, past Tuesday, Sheila and I was at Quick Trip on Wesley Chapel here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I stopped to get us something to drink. I like the uh, pineapple papaya tea, and you like regular tea. So we don't drink soda, but we do drink a lot of tea and water. And so when I went into the uh, racetrack, no, quick trip, it was someone mentioned outside that someone got a gun. So what I did was I hid behind the lotto machine that they have in the store. And it was a gentleman, a young man, and he was like, well, I got my strap on me. And I told him, I said, bro, look, bro, I'm going to tell you this straight up, bro. Don't shoot this way, man. I'm Look, I got to make it to the truck. I got to make it home to my wife, bro. Don't do that, bro. He said, uh, I got you. So someone came in the store and said that, you know, they put the guns up or whatever. So I went in the back to go get myself as well as Sheila some uh, tea. So... It could have not been more than maybe about mm, two or three minutes later. So I finished getting the tea. I'm walking to the door, the exit door. So Sheila comes to the door and said, hey, let's go right now. So I'm like, okay, bet. So me and Sheila, we just, you know, we walking real quickly to the, to the vehicle. We get inside the vehicle. Next thing you know, we hear like five gunshots. Pow, 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 pow. So me and Sheila ducking inside the, the truck, right? And so, like, I had pulled, I, I had a cricket in my neck because it was like, it was just so spontaneous and just so quick that we just, you know, I mean, bro, we ducking. And so I drive off like this here. And I go in front of the house and we just sitting there for about 30 minutes and you know, just it, it. You know, I'm, I'm in a state of shock. This is not something that I experience every day. This is, this is something that, you know, is. I don't know. It was, it was life, life changing to say the least. And the thing that I can think about was, man, like, what if Sheila would have got hit by one of them straight bullets, or what if I would have got hit by one of them straight bullets? You know, the thought of me losing my wife or my wife losing me in a senseless situation. There wasn't any reason that I know of for there to be any gunplay in that particular area. So I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking in my mind, like, man, like you read in the newspaper, you watch it on on the Internet social media, how there may be senseless uh, uh, gun violence, right? And how people may say, well, 
I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Two innocent bystanders had nothing to do with what was going on, got caught up in the mist. And it just dawned on me how life can just be gone just like that. And so, like, me and Sheila were just sitting there and just, you know, and I was just kind of, a part of me began to become angry. Like, oh, thank you, baby. I see more young black men walking around with their pants hanging down, with guns hanging out, than I do see them in school acquiring post-secondary education. You know, it's, it's I, I, in the black community, we have a lot to work on. I don't, once you discharge that gun in a public setting, so in Georgia, the gun laws are different. It's, it's, it is a political season. So you got different political parties saying, hey, you have the right to bear arm without having, you know, minimum requirements to carry that gun. It's pros and cons in this, but I just think that in our community, we are so willing to walk around in public places where there's no need for no gun. But we walking around there with our pants hanging down, showing this big old gun. And man, like, I, I don't know, Sheila, like, you know, what What was your thought on the whole situation? Because I was traumatized. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I was traumatized. So, so before you say that, mm -hmm. it is such a blessing and an honor to be here today before y'all. Um. We wanted to, you know, list the title, what's going on in the streets, because there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the streets. Foolishness at that. It's, it's no productive things going on. It's just the same old, same old. And so. And that's where the Stafford Boxing Club Incorporated, our nonprofit organization, comes into play. And you know what, babe? I ain't going to lie. When we didn't get caught up in, in those bullets that were flying, right? It let me know that our purpose is the Stafford boxing. Because if it was time for us to go home yeah. to be with God, then it would have happened. So that let me know that there's a purpose for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, we just very grateful just to be here. But I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go you ahead. Go ahead. I don't know if it's because it hasn't hit me or because I have experienced something like that before. So it's between the two. I did think about it and the same thing my husband said, bullets don't have a name. They don't go where you may want them to go. They can just ricochet off of anything. You can be pointing the gun in one direction. And to bring this back to the, the, our babies, our babies. And you Whether, know what? It, it, was some, it was some kids out there. Um, our babies have been getting killed from people shooting guns. I'm talking about babies who are either in pampers and they may be under the age of two. And then, of course, 
two and up in pre-K, first grade, or even the youth, preteens, young adults. It's sad. We have to find something. We have to do something to get this word out. I don't know what it is because nobody's listening. Everybody's listening to the wrong thing. You have the entertainment business, but they're still in the streets. You have the entertainment business, and I totally get it. A lot of people want to rap or sing about their experience. Well, if you're gonna do that, then you need to come back with, I went through this, I experienced this, but don't you do this. You don't have to experience. And that's a part of people's testimony. Our testimony is to talk about things that we know, things we've been through, things we've done that may not have been right. And then when we recognize certain things with the youth or even adults, we want to talk about that and help them to make better decisions because we know that what we went through, we don't want anybody else to go through. So, My thing is, man, what's the purpose of you shooting in a public environment? It's pride. It's, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's like... Now, there's good rap music and there's bad rap music. You understand? And, and there's rock, rock I and understand, roll, too. I, I, rock. I, I understand rock. that people see rapping as a way to get out that environment and to take care of their family. But when I took a class called Macro and Microeconomics, Supply and Demand, the supply is overwhelming, bro. The demand, you know what I mean? And it's like, in our community, the black community, we only feel that we can get out the community by rapping or playing sports. And and I get it, man. Like, I play basketball, so I'm not trying to say that having aspirations to be a professional athlete is a bad thing. But we need more lawyers. Judges. We need judges. Doctors. We need doctors. We need truthful politicians. We need truthful politicians. Those that won't compromise and break the law and and, and do business under the under the table that gonna put you in a situation where you about to do federal time. I've seen too many of our black politicians get elected into those offices and then turn around and be on the news because you caught up in some scandal and you about to get some time and that right there and that right there uh dampens the confidence in the black community saying that man why is it that all our black politicians are doing e illegal things and as a result it sets a tone in our community that we don't have black women and and black men who are people of character, that whatever they do, they're willing to compromise. We got to stop that, man. We got to stop that. 
We got to stop that. I will never run for no politics. I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I really don't. And I've experienced a lot of politics and have received a lot of recommendation like, hey, Stafford, man, you man, you should run for a, a public office. I don't want to because one of the things I don't want to get caught up in is somebody saying that I did this and did that. And by that being taxpayer money and so forth and so forth, you are under the microscope even severely. And me being a black man, it, you know, I just don't want it. it it's not it's, it's not that important to me. I just pray that we can elect those who have character and do the right thing and bring about a level of confidence in our community that young boys and young girls can aspire to be like those elected politicians that are here to serve our community. They're supposed to be servant leaders. That is what you are elected for, not financial gain. You're going to get money. When you elect it, they put a budget, but you doing deals under the table, nine out of 10, somebody going to tell and you're going to get caught up and then you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your freedom. And depending on if you're married strong, you might lose that. You're going to lose respect from your kids. Then when you get out, you got to, you know what I mean? Those people that you were helping are those people are not going to be there for you. Facts. And I want to, go off of what you just said, compromising. I want to talk about, just very shortly, about being honest and telling the truth. There have been many people before us now that someone lied, just straight out lied, or they told a little bit of the truth, but they didn't tell it all. And they didn't say anything about what they said and gassing it up, which means making it something more when the environment, the, pres the presentation or the aura. Wasn't even there. It wasn't even there. It wasn't even that. There are people that are on death row or have been on death row that have been in jail, that have been in prison. Families casted them out. Friends casted them out. Lost their jobs. Jobs, their businesses. Credibility, reputation. Yes, I was just going to say that too. And there's one thing that I can, well, many things that I can tell you about us. But as we go on, I understand that you have to see those actions behind the words. And we don't have any problem. I've said before, how we are on this podcast is the same of when we're behind closed doors and nobody even sees us. There's no, we're one way. And then if somebody sees us out and about, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. No, negative. When you don't tell the truth or half and gas it up, you can really ruin, somebody ruin life. somebody's life, point blank, Straight up. period, what they say, and end a story. And I am a victim of someone not telling the truth, and I'm having to fight for my life. So a person told me, well, if you didn't do it, then 
you'll be vindicated. First of all, I don't I don't even want I don't even know how I even got into that situation. And to be honest, it was my own family. It was my own family. And not trying to talk about it too much. I even went to the church and asked for help because I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I'm confused. I'm lost. I'm I'm hurt. I'm I'm just trying to figure out what's God's plan in this situation, etc. But the situation tarnished my name. It, it was horrific to say the least. So like Sheila was saying, I encourage everyone, man, to be honest, man. Don't 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 give false statements about something that didn't happen because that can change the course of somebody's lives. They might somebody's even, life. They and might even take their life. They might even take their life because of that lie gaining momentum. And to some, it sounds truthful. And so from that point on, someone take their lives, their life. And then you are accountable for that life that you ruin by dishonesty. And so don't think that because you said that lie, that repercussion is not going to come behind that. It may not come that day or that month or that year, but it's coming because you cannot just destroy someone's life and thinking that your life will prosper. It don't work like that. It really don't. And we got to, as a community, we got to tighten up. Education should be the vocal point of what we want to accomplish. And financial literacy. And financial literacy. But in order to understand financial literacy, you got to have education. You got, you got to learn how to read and write. It's important. Add, multiply, divide. Arithmetic. <laughs> Arithmetic. All those things are necessary to be successful and understand about financial literacy. We taking each other lives for senseless stuff, man, for a dollar, for twenty dollars, or, or stepping on, on somebody's shoes. shoes or 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 some type of internet beef and all this other type stuff. Not I've never it. seen this type of behavior before where someone says something on the internet and then you go to that person's house. Sheesh. You go to that person's house and you act in an aggressive, violent behavior. Now, mind you, all this stuff is being, once you put it on the internet, it's there forever. Because someone going to record it, download it on on that hard drive or, or phone or, or share it. It's just going to travel. Now, 10 years from now, you know, people can use that as evidence against you in the court of law. It's, it's, it's like we doing... Un we we doing foolish things. This is not what our ancestors died for, bruh. It's not. It's not. And as a matter of fact, I want to say about another incident that happened. So that was Tuesday. So Thursday, we leave in the gym and we live in LA Fitness and we go to the halal place. We we not Muslim. We Christians, but 
over there in the halal community, I mean, the Muslim community, it's like a diamond in the rough for us. Like, they know who we are. Man, they show us the utmost respect. Man, they treat me and my wife real good, man. We eat good. We know that the product that they serving is A1. It's a lot healthier than some of these other establishments. But, like, we were, like, 10 seconds away from another shooting. Am I lying, baby? No. We pull up. We see a lot of commotion going on. We get out. We like, wait, what happened? Man, you just missed it. Ten seconds ago, this guy asked this guy for some money. The dude said he didn't have it. He showed his gun, and the dude said something, but he had his gun. So it was, it was, it was, it was fire, gunfire being exchanged. So I'm saying to myself, man, we was ten seconds away from this. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, man, what if me and my wife was sitting in there eating and one of them stray bullets, you know, happened to hit me or her or hit anyone that's sitting down having a meal or just enjoying the fellowship? I don't understand this, man. And it was a young dude, too, because when I had talked to the owner on that Saturday, he said he knew the dude. Yeah. It was some type of gang activity going on between one gang and another gang. And I'm like... So we need more options for these kids to not join gangs. These gangs are somewhat destroying our community. They have everybody scared. They, they have, have everybody scared. scared. So that's why we believe that the Stafford Boxing Club will be an asset to the community. And on the overlay, you will see our cash app. This cash app goes to the Stafford Boxing Club, our nonprofit organization. So if you support us, if you like what we stand for, if you like the podcast show, we appreciate your, your financial uh, donation to the Stafford Boxing Club. Our cash app is Stafford Boxing. Oh, well, dollar sign Stafford Boxing. Like I say, this uh, goes straight to our nonprofit organization to help at-risk youth. Anything you want to say? Yes, and I will be answering the question that's on the comments. But to piggyback off what my husband was saying with the Stafford Boxing Club, it is a yearly program. So it will be an after school and also during the summer. We, the kids, will be in a safe place, a clean place. It's a mentoring program where they will be getting tutored. They will be getting help with their classes. Their homework. And with their homework. Yeah. Before they can even do any boxing, they will have to finish, get, their fi homework. Yeah, finish their homework, get into their books. And, of course, they will have to eat because in DeKalb County, they no longer have the free meal for the kids. But, baby, I... Um See, that's another thing with the Stafford Boxing. We will be, we will be partnering with another uh, food bank here in Atlanta, and they will provide us with food yeah. for our youth in our program. And it's good food. I ain't talking about that cheap food. It's, it's premium because we pushing P for premium. Right, because we want to introduce them to a healthy lifestyle. lifestyle. And they start with nutrition. And it does. And then with the physical fitness, we're also 
um, when we we need a van because we're going to be picking the kids up from and yeah. from school, and we're going to also drop them off because helping the kids is also helping the family. We know that either mom or dad or whomever, caretaker, whomever, or guardian who are taking care of their child or their children are going to need help. And that takes a lot of the burden off of them as well. They'll be learning about financial literacy. We will be helping them with, they will actually have resources available to them where they would, wouldn't really even have any. Yep. that are in other communities. And that's what's also missing, too, is the resources that they don't have. So if you believe in the Stafford Boxing Initiative, excuse me, the, the Stafford Boxing Club Initiative, and if you believe in myself and Sheila, we would greatly appreciate your support. As I said, the Cash App is on the bottom, Stafford Boxing Cash App. Okay, so Bon QQ, much respect. And he also asked, is LA Fitness expensive? Actually, no. No, it's not. Well, well, and everything well, is also what? math related. And he said, I mean, I don't know. I can't, no, she said, I'm sorry, because I can't see. I have glasses, no disrespect. Boxing teaches self defense. Yes, but yes, yes absolutely. However, Boxing is no match to a, to a straight bullet. So we need to, the gun laws need to tighten up, man, because just seeing these boys walk around with sticks all in their pants out. You know what, man? If your pants down, it going to hold you down. But if you pull your pants up, you want to come up, man. Pull your pants up, man. I mean, I'm like this. Hell, if you walking around with your pants down, just pull them hoes out. Just, just, just take them off. And it also just, just would take them hoes off, man. And we'll also be teaching communication because communicating is key, especially with each other. So, for instance, if someone is disrespecting you, sometimes you just don't need to even say anything. Yes. Sometimes you just need to walk away Baby. and say absolutely nothing. That is a form of communication. Also, if you are in a disagreement with somebody, communication is key. Just how Man, just, just we are talking quiet. now. Being quiet. Yeah, but sometimes, was... but sometimes communication, like with you and I, when I got with my husband, I had to learn how to communicate the proper way. My type of communication was not... <laughs> Was not acceptable. It would have I mean, gotten me, me into a lot story. of trouble. Hold on, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this story. So one day, <laughs> me and Sheila had some heated fellowship. Yeah, that's what we call it, heated fellowship. And so I was, I was, I was standing by the door. So Sheila started moving the bed to the side and moving the furniture to the side and <laughs> and all that. And I'm like, I'm like, what's what's this all about? And then you said, well, I thought we were going to, you know, fight. I'm like, what? I'm like, man, what type of relationships you been in? I said, look, she, we're going to talk. Abusive relationships. So, so that's when she began to learn how to communicate with me. I'm not that aggressive type guy. I like to talk, talk it out, see if we can come to a mutual understanding. And that's something that has took time to develop. And I'm 
so proud of Sheila in her communication style and her approach, not only with me, but with life. And it's important to have that communication uh, skill set because it can get you out of a lot of trouble and it can also create opportunities. When you sit down at the table and you negotiation, excuse me, negotiating your boxing contract, you must have proper communication skills with the other person who's going to provide that that money, that bread, that that Gua. cheese, that guac. You must have the the communication skill set to be able to convince this person that them putting up their money that they're going to receive a return on investment. Your communication skill set is going to seal the deal. Like an old saying in the neighborhood, conversation rule the nation. Conversation gets you paid. They, it's, it's, that's just how the law works. Yeah, and you, when you negotiate, you don't want to leave anything on the table. Oh, yeah, that's Dr. Miles from Negotiation. Um, oh, yeah, and shout out to Dr. Newman. And also shout out to all of my professors at GSU. And yeah. my journalism class, thank you. Oh, As man. you can see, I'm using everything that I learned, too. And we have some more comments, RCW, too. man. Let me tell you about Ralph Watson. Oh, hey, Ralph. Man, yo. So, Ralph is a very conservative man. He is proud. And I met Ralph maybe about... I got y'all in the comments. I met Ralph about maybe 10, 12, no, nah, I say about 12 years. I don't know. It, let me see. Okay, we've been married going, going on 14. 14. So I knew Ralph maybe three years, 14. So I've been knowing Ralph, good Lord, by 17 years, right? So I met Ralph at a, uh, uh, a venture capital event, meaning entrepreneurs like myself go to this event and we pitch our ideas to a group of investors, something like Shark Tank. So Rob comes up to me afterwards and he said uh, he was real smooth. Had his, he, was, he had his blue suit on with a red tie, white shirt. Then he had his initials on his, uh, on, on his, uh, his shirt had RCW. And I was like, okay, bet. So me and Ralph got together. And I'm not going to lie, me and Ralph had some tough times, and we had some, some great times. But one thing I can say about Ralph Cornelius Watson Jr., that man loved me, man. And, and he loves me, too, and he when, loved, he, when he I'm met. I'm telling you. Yeah. And you know what? He don't look like me. And oftentimes, from my experience, I get more support from people that don't look like me than I do that people look like me. For whatever reason, I don't know, but that's something in the black community that we need to address because I see the Hispanic community, they are living together, working together, and playing together. And I the see, women get along, too, but yeah. I'm not saying that they might not have heated fellowship when they're in the home or... But I remember one time, my fault, I remember one time my husband and I had went to Stone Mountain Park and it was like everybody had a role. The women were preparing the food to put on the grill. Then the men would put the food on the grill 
And then the men will be off just da -da 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 -da, having fun, chatting, shooting the breeze. And then the women were still doing what they were doing. You're talking about the, the, the Hispanic folks? Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. they're all prepared. They all play. They were working. They play their roles. And then you know what else, too? Instead of saying the crabs in the bucket, you know, crabs aren't meant to be in buckets. Wild crabs actually work together. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wild crabs actually work together. So we're going to keep on putting this out. We have to, we have to work together. We have to uh, let that pride go. I think also there's a lot of healing that needs to be established and a lot of accountability within ourselves because at times we say we don't want to change, we don't have to change, and we've gotten comfortable. And then also you may be around people and family that just haven't held you accountable and you just don't know. So we have a lot of work to do. I'm sorry, I just had to say that. No, it's, this, it, look. Okay, look, you, let's do the um, comments real quick. So Cedric, sports training. Hey, yes, communication is very important. Then I hope I'm saying your name right. Bon QQ, yo, is this the OG Cedric? No, this is this is Cedric from Cedric and Mike. I wasn't on that one. No, but I'm telling you who it is. I'm talking about Bon Q. She's I'm, asking that question. Baby, that's... Oh, okay. my bad, my bad. Cedric, what's up, my boy? Yeah, I was just about to say, Cedric Sports Training, yes, LOL. Cedric Sports Training, much respect to Stafford Boxing. Great conversation. Bon QQ, Sheelan Stafford, my brother, my homie, Cedric, also here listening to y'all speak. Bon QQ, Cedric and Mike and Witherspoon. Witherspoon are the homies. Oh, yeah, big facts. And Cedric, hold Mike up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Boxing promoter. So hold, I just hold up, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Huh? Baby, this the talking fight family. Yes. Yeah. This, I was just about to say that. Oh yeah, straight up, man. Listen, the talking fight has uh, different podcasts. You got me and Sheila. You got Cedric and Mike. You mm -hmm. got Natalie. Uh huh. And then you got the guy that from Ringside Magazine. Mm -hmm. And then you have. Uh, I think we may have somebody else. Sorry, I don't know your name. Oh, we He's got the one Graham. that talks about the history. Cause, because we watched, we've watched him. Like he really knows the history. Hey, Cedric and Mike. And Cedric and Mike up. is where I started from. Yeah, I, you know what? I was just about to say that Cedric and Mike, man. I want to say thank you, thank you, bro, for real, for inviting my wife, um, pouring that '93 in her gas tank. Matter of fact, that jet fuel so she can fly. The confidence that you instilled in her. I remember telling her. When she was, uh, it was her last semester at Georgia State, I was like, baby, you know what? You need to, you know, really uh, upgrade your knowledge in the boxing history. And I was like, you need to go on either Facebook, LinkedIn, all these social media. So she was on LinkedIn one day and she ran across y'all talking and Cedric and Mike, you know, start giving her a shout out. And she was like, baby, uh, Mike and Cedric had shouted me out. Woo -woo -woo. I said, that's the one. Stay with them. And then I start listening to you guys, man. And I must say, man, y'all are so educated with rich uh, information. It's, it's very informative. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's like y'all are, to me, in my humble opinion, boxing 
encyclopedias or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And man, I appreciate how y'all embrace my wife, you know, a woman, you know, because sometimes men have a difficult time embracing women in different industries. They have, they have industries. free, they have free spirit. Oh yeah. So, so like, uh, Cedric and Mike, a one, no cappuccino. Thank you. To the whole talking fight family. For real. And if there's anybody else that's going to be joining, hello and welcome. Okay. I don't know, but well, I'm just welcoming well, you. And I, I want to say this. Again, Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you so much for not allowing those straight bullets that was fired senselessly. Senselessly? Senselessly. Yeah, senselessly. In the <laughs> parking lot at Quick Trip. I, I want to say thank you that you given us this opportunity to sit before this camera and on this podcast to, to talk about what's going on in the streets. And this is not only an Atlanta thing. It's this an is, everything. This is, every this state, is a, every country uh, thing. Uh, like Memphis. This is a, a <sighs> epidemic that's going on in the United States, this gun violence. It is, it is crazy. We are losing so many lives each year. For no reason. For no reason. And we was at the mall, what, Friday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we was at the mall Friday. I had to get my wife uh, um, eyebrows done and all that other type stuff. You know, got to keep your queen right. So in the back of my mind, and I never felt this way until I start seeing things on the Internet about gun violence, meaning... I'm like, baby, man, I hope nobody don't walk up in here and just start shooting. Yeah, I just start thinking that way, too. Just like the senseless shooting in Memphis, the young dude walked into AutoZone, he on social media live and thinking it's a game, and you taking people's lives, bro. You're not only affecting your family, but you're affecting the families whom you hurt. And the community. And so I hope they give you alphabet, life. I, I, I was just about to say the other word. Man, bro, that was that was fraud, man. That was so lame of you, bro, to go into a public place of business and start killing innocent people. I say that not only to you, but all you fools who do foolish things like that, man. Man, you it's like y'all don't even have no care in the world, like no, no type of respect for the next person, bro. You just take people's lives and thinking it's sweet. But then when you go up in front of that judge you and you ask him for mercy, nigga, boy, take that. Bro, you need to take all that. You need to take all that, bro. And they start crying. You start crying. And then when you get behind that gated community and the booty band is going to be on you, bro, because you violated. You violated and you put the community at risk with sensitive behavior. Man, go to school, bro. Go to college, bro. I man, I tell everybody, man, go to college, bro. It's one of the best experiences ever, bro. You meet future bosses. You meet a whole bunch of people from all walks of life, bro. It's a whole different world, man. It's a great experience. You get to go to the football games, you get to go to the basketball games, you get to go to the cafeteria with your player partners, you get to eat at the cafeteria, you get to meet folks who in different industries. That going man, I'm telling you, man, your roller deck's gonna be then, man. You meet other people like minded, so you so you cool with some folks at this 
university, but then they got folks that go to other universities. And so in this world that we live in, a lot of times it's not what you know, it's who you know. Man, go to college, man. We need more black men going to I'm telling you, Stafford Boxing, man, when you come in here, bro, I'm telling you right now, bro, you're going to be focused on this education, man. Yes, we're going to instill these boxing discipline characteristics in you, but, bro, we want you to be successful outside the boxing ring. Meaning, so this is what we're striving for, and this is our uh, goal and mission statement. We want the community to say, oh, you part of that Stafford Boxing Club? Oh, my God. I don't know what they're doing at that program, but you, man, the, the kids are well-mannered. That's what we aiming for. That's why it's so important to receive support from the community so that these kids can have an outlet. Everything is commercialized, but they don't have an outlet. So now their outlet is join, join, joining gangs, uh, joining other groups, experiencing things that kids at that age should not be experiencing for real. These little kids should have the opportunity to, to enjoy their childhood. And be children. And be children, man. Not them having to grow up so fast that they no longer uh, experience childhood, but now they're forced into adulthood. And then when they get into their adulthood, now they're resorting back to their childhood because they didn't get an opportunity to have a childhood. It was robbed of them. We have to... Uh, um, protect our valuable asset, and that's our kids. We no longer should think about ourselves. We should think about serving our youth. Those are our prized possession. I know most folks say, "Man, I got the, I got the hat is, and I got the hat of bling, and I got." And it's nothing wrong with that. But bruh, next year, next month, they're gonna come out with a new car. They're going to come out with a new design, uh, a new record going to come out, a new dance. And that's the thing, bro. We always coming out with these dances, but yet we not making an impact. We not sitting at the table across from these white folks talking about uh, diversity, inclusion, and, 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 you know, other economic growth opportunities. Salute to Roland Martin. Salute to Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Man, I enjoy watching them brothers. I do. And it's it's crazy. Like Roland Martin said on his podcast show, he said he made a, a, a comment about, um, what's his name? Nick Cannon. Yeah, Nick Cannon. And it was a, a whole bunch of interaction. But then when he had talked about how to get some money, you know, and secure government contracts, it wasn't no interaction that was going on in the post. So it's like negativity get more attention than positivity. But we're here to change that. Stafford Boxing is here to change that. Stafford and Sheila is here to change the narrative about black marriages in our community. We're serious about this here. We want the kids to see something positive. And I didn't gave up my life to serve God. So this is my calling. So I'm willing to go out. If this is what it is, it's what it is. I got another calling. And I'm standing on business on it. 
And we're going to see what's going on. And I ain't going to say nothing because I know that you watching me thinking that I'm going to say something to uh, jeopardize the situation that I got going on. But I'm not. I'm smart like that. So, <laughs> Scrapbook Boxing is here. Oh, Scrapbook Boxing, I'm so glad that you're here. I want you to please email your contact information, your phone number. Scrap to scrapbook boxing to it's Bam. Stafford Boxing Enterprises, Enterprises at gmail.com. And then he said, Peace to the Queen, my sister, Sheila, and my brother Stafford. How's it going? Real talk, love the message. Bon QQ said, Facts, new iPhone, new shoes, new yeah, TV. Yeah, and she, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, she talking about what's. What's, is a great role model. She said that Cedric uh, was able to get Andre Ward on the stream. That's what's up. Yeah, um, Andre Ward is a great guy. I've watched him on uh, YouTube, some clips on YouTube. Mm -hmm. He's undefeated. Mm -hmm. He went undefeated. That's what's up. Uh, Jay Prince was his manager. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I seen a clip of him and uh, what's his name? Stevenson. Um, um, What's my man name from North? Shakur Stevenson. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they were like, you know, you know, just playing around. And, and I did, yeah, I did see that. He was okay, like, so. and, and and Andre Ward was like, never. <laughs> that was funny. I like that. But yes, Andre Ward is a great person, and uh, I'm glad that he had an opportunity to be interviewed by the Talking Fight family, and I hope that people will go and look at that video. And uh, run up the numbers. And that's another thing. People run up the numbers on foolish things. So we asking you to run up the numbers on this. Like, share, and subscribe to the Talk and Fight uh, podcast. As you will see Stafford and Sheila. And also you will see Cedric and Mike Graham. Natalie. Uh, Natalie. I watched. Um, what, what's, her, what's, I the, watched what's the other I watched, name? I oh, the oh, one oh, from uh, the ring. Uh, and then there's somebody else. Tim Witherspoon, too. Oh, yeah. yeah he, uh, Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Every on Friday. Fridays. I think at 7 o'clock p.m. Mm -hmm. But uh, I watched Natalie, some of Natalie's fights. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Natalie, she. She <laughs> was a beast. Natalie, now, can we, I say, hey, we would love to interview you on the Stafford Boxing Report. The invitation I, been sent. I this is my humble opinion. She would have that would have been a mean match between her and Clarissa. Mm -hmm. If her and Clarissa, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not just saying this because Natalie is is family, but I think she would have given Clarissa the business. You think so? Be, she, I think she's worse than Clarissa. Well, she a goon. She's about that life. She about that life. Oh yeah, she from Jamaica or something, huh? I don't. I did some research on her. I don't remember. I think she, she's either number one or number two of one the best boxer. Either one. It's either number one or number two. Yeah, so they postponed the fight right, September 10th because yeah. of the passing of Queen. Oh, yeah. If you all want to win, I had to write this down right here. But if you all want to win one of our new bands, 
Of course, like I always say, go yeah, my to wrist is heavy. the yeah, my wrist Stafford is heavy. Boxing Enterprises Boy, at gmail.com. If you can give me this answer. Now, Michaela and Alicia, Alicia. They're like a Rolex to me. They've been going back and forth. Yeah, and the they, disrespect they were, they were, they were, is yeah, out of this world. So, so I'm going to read you what Alicia said. But if you can tell me what Michaela came back with, my gosh. So Alicia said, your, the other word for but, whooping got postpone, postponed. Have fun making weight again. And then Michaela, she came back with something fierce. If you can tell me on that post what Michaela said, send us these, put it on the comments on YouTube. And then once again, go to the Stafford Boxing Enterprises at gmail.com. Send us your first name and your last name and your email address, and we will send you a um, wristband. Hey, look wristband, here. These which wristbands glows in the are dark. exclusive. Uh, exclusive. It glows in the dark. Uh, Oh, all this, this glows in the dark, this glows in the dark, this glows in the dark. So listen, we shining in the darkness. Stafford Boxing, yeah, when you cut off the light, <laughs> okay, yeah, you're going to see us. We glowing. Yeah, we glowing with his glory. Oh, okay, so check this out. Oh, Bon QQ, I'm a god. My name pronounces no, Bon No, we don't have it in uh, navy blue. We just got glow in the dark. But the glow in the dark do... Uh, it's a blue, because you got green glow in the dark, and then you got blue glow in the dark. Yeah, so we will be having our website up coming shortly, and we will have these on on the uh, website for, uh, for sale, as well as other products for the Stafford Boxing. Yeah, Read you know. what Eddie said, because I can't, I can't really see, but I see what uh, Mr. AirPod said, Devin. Devin, Devin Haney or Tank Davis, but read what Eddie Barrington said first. Oh, uh, hold up. I, I want to answer this one right here. Uh, Devin <laughs> Haney is... I like the fact that his father is in his life, and his father is uh, very uh, instrumental in making sure that Devin Haney stay focused and the thing that I admire about Devin Haley and his father is the father and son relationship. To me, I think that th that gives him a little edge over Tank Davis. Now, I'm not saying that Tank Davis is not a phenomenal fighter. He is. He's box office. He's must-see, etc. But it's just something about having your father in your corner that the fighter fights a little bit more with determination, like his will to not let his father down. Because at the end of the day, a child, be it a male or female, seeks validation from their parents. And as a boy, we excuse me, as a son, we always seek validation from the father. Me, I never had a father. I'm going to be honest with you. My father died uh, when I was in my mother's womb. He died. He was murdered June the 6th, uh, and I was born July the 6th. So 
I never had that type of father and son experience. So my heavenly father has been that person or that source that I go to to get validation. But anyway, going back to this question, I believe that it's a toss up because uh, Javante Davis, he's uh, fighting for Baltimore. He's fighting. I mean, he he's a dog. I mean, he got game. And when I say game, he keeps scratching. Uh, I seen the fight when Devin Hanley went over to what it was, uh, London. Yeah. And now he, 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 he was tries. He, he really works he, he on was not getting hit. That hit, one. Yeah. Now, Tank Davis, I think he. So my answer to that question is stepping backwards. I like both fighters. I'm not going to pick. Because I like both of them. Well, I'll pick because because the last time when I didn't pick, I think one of your friends from Texas said you need to choose. So I'm gonna go with Haney. If you want to talk about their their fighting style, and plus with what my husband said, because that's just when we were talking about the Hispanic community, they fight for their country. And then they have their family, friends in the community come and travel far if they need to, to come and support. Oh, but you I, know what? I, I'll I, say I think, Haney. I, I think uh, Isaac Cruz and Devin Haney supposed to fight. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's on my birthday. I wonder if that's, is that September's? No, that's, um no, is it, you said who? No, they just came out. That Wait a minute. Oh, is someone's fighting? I think it's, um what is his name? He cruise. Um, you fighting this weekend? No, somebody's fighting. Who's fighting this Saturday? I believe it's on my birthday. I believe he fought. Did he fought Tank Davis? And I cannot remember his name. It's a lot going on. Tank is a KO artist. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but I, but Von Kiki. Yeah, but and yeah, you didn't Tank is a knockout artist, but Devin Hanley, man, he's oh Eddie Barrington. Oh, this is his name. Uh. Is it Lou Eisen, Ring Talk, Boxing Biggest Controversies? That's his name. Thank you. Because I wanted to say his name so everybody would know his name. So when they go on the Talk and Fight website, they'll be like, okay. Oh, Crawford is with Jay-Z? What are you talking no, about? No, that's what Buddy just said. Oh, where? But Buddy, yeah, Buddy just said. Oh, that. yes. Keneal, yes, Alvarez, yes. Thank you, Eddie Barrington. Now, who just said who's with JC? I don't see. Oh, who? Oh, no. Nah. Okay, they, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Canelo. Canelo. Oh, yeah, we're going to watch that so, one. So, Jay-Z, the rapper? Crawford is with Jay-Z. I did not know that. Crawford is with Jay-Z. Listen, bro. Mr. AirPods 1, what's the going to collab in, in Bond? I can't really read. Am I seeing that right? I don't know. But anyway, sorry about that big dog. Uh, he, he was, was with, with Jay-Z. Jay oh, okay. Uh, okay. What's the... Hey, you know what? You know how we were talking about communication? Yes. Jay-Z got that mouthpiece, bro. Yeah, he, uh, he... I will give that to him. He does. He's come a long way. Yeah, he got but you know, 50 Cent has that mouthpiece, too. I, and guess who else got mouthpiece? Who? Stafford. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> and I'm listen, working more on mine. Listen. I have the plug I will, right here. Listen, I will not <laughs> leave no money on the table. 
When I negotiate, I don't leave no money on the table. I will get every penny that's deserved to me or our fighters. I'm the one who you want to be at that table on your behalf, validating for you, campaigning, talking to the right people, looking into their eyes, convincing them that this is the dollar amount that my fighter deserves. His record, the potential, etc. He's markable. That's another thing. Oh, baby, I, I, I want to say his name, but you, you remember uh, this weekend when we re reached out to No, don't say anything right now. We just because we want to get everything in writing. Yeah. Before we even say anything. Listen, y'all. We're working. When I tell you we We're got working. something coming up, what? And if I see it the way I see it in the spirit, Lord Jesus, help me. Oh, and I also want to put this out here too. That if you have something that you may want to talk about or you want to know. Once again, email us at the Stafford Boxing Enterprises at gmail.com. We love audience participation because this is all for you all. This is not about us, but this is for you all. Man, thank y'all for, for, for tuning in, watching, commenting. I mean, like, man, let me just tell you how humble we are about the interaction that we receive from people on the podcast and me and she, like, we didn't even see this in our path. No. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that you got a king and a queen doing this on this platform is it, very humbling. And it's going to continue to grow because we're going to add new dimension to our podcast. We have some some wonderful things in the works. And it's like, you know, we, you know, we in the kitchen, we in the lab and we stirring it up. You get what I'm saying? We make sure we put a little bit this, a little bit that, and we wipe that thing up. Ooh, ooh. Baby, should we tell them about? No, we can't. I'm talking about what we're trying to do. Well, what we're going to do off of uh, Well, we, are you Panola. talking about? I wouldn't say okay, the name. All right, all right. I, I don't think I would even say. Well, we probably could mention. We, I, I mean. Maybe we should just wait because yeah. if we can't if we can't yeah, make an answer, yeah. then that means we just need to stay still. See what y'all see is us like husband and wife. Like this is really how we act off the camera. Like we like this here. If we can't come up with a definite answer, then we stay still. That's what we have learned through studying the Word of God. If 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 God didn't tell us to do it, we ain't gonna do it because. When we know that it's of God, we both feel the same way. We agree on it quick. It don't take all that. But the fact that it took us all this time to come up, we just decided that we just don't want to, you know, do it. And shout out to everybody. We appreciate everybody who's been supporting us, who watches us, whether it's live or audio or just later on. We want to say thank you. If it wasn't for you, we would not even be able to do this podcast the way that we do do the podcast. And so it's growing. Our podcast is growing. And you know what? Shout out to uh, uh, Wallow and Gilly the Kid, uh, Million Dollars. Yeah, because yeah, I watched Million Dollars Worth of Game. And we watch... Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind having them on the show because yeah. Gilly the Kid 
knows a lot about boxing. He do. And then I would like his cousin to hey, be on hey, Gilly, because they hey, are I'm so gonna tell funny. you right now, we're about the same age, bro. And I got a pair of handcuffs, bro, that I will put on you, bro. I see that old left hand shot. And, and I ain't going to lie, bro. You in good shape to be your age, bro. But I am a lockdown artist. I am a what you call uh, a defensive juggernaut. I will lock you down, bro. Someone's talking about Bonkey Keys talking about the Super Bowl because Boy, you were stop. talking to somebody else. He said Chicago Bears will Boy, win. Boy, no way. Boy, stop. Boy, oh. stop. Stop. No Chicago Bears not winning no championship this year, bro. You sound Why ridiculous. Going down? I'm not, I ain't pressed the thing on the watch card. Boy, stop. That's Cal. You know it. Miss me with all that Cal. Okay. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. You Cowboys fans, I don't want to hear it. Don't talk about no doggone Cowboys. I don't want to hear it. And, and you Falcons, Man, y'all is trash. He just said that. He said, look what happened to Dallas Cowboys. And then he said, um, Bon Kiki said, look at Green Bay Packers. The Falcons is trash. I haven't watched the football y'all was since up it started. Once again, watch 18 points in the fourth quarter. And you lose by one point against the New Orleans Saints. You lose at the crib, bruh. Y'all done broke a player heart. I don't even have a favorite football team. I used to rock with them Falcons, bruh. But, man, when they went down to the ace time in front of the home team and, and y'all lost that Super Bowl, I ain't recovered from it, bruh. And and from that point on, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to root on no, no team no more. I like players. I don't even like no team. I don't have no team. I just know the Falcons had – and and the the quarterback he used to play for Oregon Ducks Mariano whatever his name is the boy fumbled the ball on the snap and it caused us man it just it just I don't know bro it just seemed like Buffalo Bills is that is is the real deal Buffalo Tampa look good. Who else look good? Um, I do I do agree with you, Bon Kiki. The Saints will lose to the Chicago. To Chicago. Yes. He said I'm Team Chicago all the way. Right. Chicago. Chicago Bulls, Bulls. Chicago since, Bears. Ever since Michael Jordan <laughs> left, you know what I'm saying? Like Chicago is you know what I'm saying. But I ain't gonna lie, y'all do got Jack Levine, you got Lonzo Ball, you got that boy, uh, what's his name? Um, he used to play for uh man, what's his name? I'm looking right at him. He he good too. The Lakers could have had that boy. It'll come to me. Forgive me. But no Chicago Bears is winning no championship this year. I'll tell you right now. You might go to the probably go to the playoffs. I think y'all might win a playoff game, lose in the second round. <laughs> you know, but I mean anything can happen. You know, a lot of these teams are one injury away from having a disastrous season, just like the Cowboys. And uh, speedy recovery to uh, oh, yeah. Dak Prescott, man, it, that was that's tough, bro. It's tough. And I'm not a Cowboys fan. Yeah, country Wayne. How about them Cowboys? Omg, 
I wouldn't mind having Country Wayne on here too. We probably need to reach out to him too. Shout yeah, out to he all a the man women. Of God too. Yeah. He a man of God. That's Shout why out. I like Country Wayne. Shout out to and all we always women. be looking at Country Wayne, yeah. and we man, hey bro, we like what you got going on. We don't see no cursing. We don't hear it's we, it's real life. Um, it's real life. And then if you like into God's word, you can see you giving a a sermon. You ministering through your comedy skit. Um, Ro is fantastic. Uh, Mike, hey, he's funny. Mike said, uh, what you need, a, a back brace? Uh, he said, Anthony, he was like diamonds and pearls. Yeah, diamonds and pearl. Because you said, because Ro. Uh, so he at so Bon Kiki asked you, are you talking about Demar DeRozan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Derek Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shout out to all the women around the world who doing big that's things. That's doing big things. For real. It doesn't even matter what it is that you are doing. You're if doing you're in something. leadership position, double salute to you. Yeah. No cappuccino. For real. Got your back. You and, gotta and, stick and, together. And for all the black men who walking in integrity and who have character. Man, I want to say thank you, bro. Thank you for not compromising. Thank you for not putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for not uh, being a bad light to your family. Thank you, bro. Because it's so much out here that you can compromise for the sake of the dollar. So I just want to say thank you, bro, for not compromising. Thank you so much. I really appreciate y'all for those who are standing and walking righteous. For those who who is walking that, that walk, for those preachers, pastors who come before the people of God and who are not compromising the word of God, who are not taking advantage of our kids, who are not taking advantage of the congregation through tithes and offering. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you because we need more great black leaders in our community that is not compromising the word of God, that's willing to stand even if it means death, and that's no cap. Facts. But once again, to all the women. Man, say, man, quit with this Chicago Bears foolishness, man. Okay? Quit it, bruh. The, the Chicago Bears had one good game. Justin Field had, bruh, we got 16 more weeks, bruh. Come back and talk to me at the end of the season. But for right now, I understand you in a good uh, 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 mood and, and you are supporting your team. But, bro, enough. Okay, so, like, check this out. We're going to switch it up a little bit. So another thing of what's going on in the streets, we have two rappers there, Young Thug and Young Gunna here in the ATL, and apparently they're being charged with a 56 case of uh, Rico. Yeah, Rico. And it's a gang that they also have. I think it's Young Slime. Wait, 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 wait listen. Uh, allegedly, Young yeah, allegedly. Slime. And, and... No, I'm about to say something good. No, no, no. I, I, I want to say it before I forget. Young Thug and Gunner has done a lot of good for our community. Oh, yeah. I was about to talk about like, that in the, talk, in, the, in, the, in the petition that he had for black artists, and too. I'm... I'm 
Listen, but we don't know. We don't we're not, know. We're not putting mud on their names or anything like that. And we're not we saying that we don't know. We, this we, is we, just something just, since we live here that we've been hearing the DA speak. The DA talk she about not it. playing no games, boy. She actually boy, said, she'll give you a hundred years, boy. She, no cap. She actually said that they are not. This goes for anybody when it's relating to crime. That she will not be making any deals with anybody. You're just going to get full blown. Whatever they decide is just going to be full blown. Hey man, shout out to Eddie and our little niece. I was going to say My that bad. too. Oh, I and our nephew. I love yeah, our nieces. I love our nephew. Hey man, this is Eddie. Is, hey, listen, man. Let me tell you is about a, Eddie, is an man. Example. He he is an example. He's a single of father. A, a great father. This dude here, man, he a young dude, bro. And um, I'm not going to share the things that he yeah. shared with us on social media, we but uh, we wouldn't do that, Eddie. But Eddie, hey man, when I tell you, man, boy, you a good father, man. You take care of them girls. Every time I see them, they looking good, and bro. They're happy. They happy. Your son is looking happy. Man, your son, man. Fresh haircut. Fresh haircut, man. And my wife and I, we always enjoy seeing them when we come to the gym. And Eddie, I want to say in front of everybody, thank you so much for entrusting us uh, to. Watch over your kids, your daughters, bro. Like for real. And when you ask my wife, can she take your your daughters to the restroom and stuff like that, man? Um, my wife that makes sure. Yeah, that means a lot, man. Because my wife, she she wipes off that toilet, put the liners on there, and she teaches them about having bathroom etiquette for a woman, a young girl. And, man, we just want to say, bro, we respect you, and we have a lot of love for you, too, man. And you a good dude, bro, for real. And we always enjoy talking with you, and we appreciate you sharing those personal things to us. And listening to your testimony, it, it, it allows us to really appreciate what God has taken us from and where he has us and where he's going to take us to. So, man, continue to do the great work. And I'm saying this from one black man to another black man, bro. Thank you, bro. Like, we really appreciate you and respect you, man, and love you dear, bro. And, uh, yeah, that moose shoe, bro. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so something else, too, that's been going on. Apparently, 600 Breezy's girlfriend... Uh, I do believe, but I'm going to say allegedly, their fa her family's been talking about it, and it goes back to also what I've said. She was um, into fitness, and she was an influencer. And a matter of fact, she was a positive person. She was a beautiful young lady. Her cat, She was a person of character. She was a person of integrity. I've never heard anything bad about her. Uh, I watched some of her videos. I actually watched the last video, and she ended up taking her life. And I want to tell everybody that if you need to talk to somebody, please talk to somebody. Call a 1-800 number. Just don't keep it to yourself because you do not have to go that route. You shouldn't go that route. I understand. I look, we get it. We understand the pain. We understand the frustration. 
we understand everything and the thinking of why you would even think that way. But to everybody who's watching this or We'll watch it. We'll please. watch it. Please. Hey, listen, please you can get in contact with us. Stafford and Sheila. Yeah, Stafford we'll love to, listen, if you need somebody to talk to, get in contact with us. But please, 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 man, don't, please don't take your life, bro. Like, when my wife told me about that and when I read up on it on the internet, man, I was devastated. When I saw the young lady, I was like, what? Like, you would never thought that someone that young, so bright, has so much future would, you know, take their own lives for, I don't even know for what it was. I just don't know. I, I mean, they said say. depression or whatever, allegedly. I, I don't know. But what I do know is that she is, uh, she, she was too young to take her life. And that's why we are standing on business with the Stafford Boxing, because we want these kids, young teenagers, to be able to come and talk to Stafford and Sheila. We are an outlet. We listen to you because oftentimes kids just looking for someone to love. And we do believe that the kids uh, in our program are our kids that we've been assigned to by God to um, provide that uh, father and mother uh, love. And I grew up in the foster care system, right? And so the lady that, you know, I appreciate the most is Mama B and I love her dearly. But anyway, I, I was I'm, I'm saying that to say that when I feel down, like I can always go to my wife. But then sometimes I be wanting to talk to Mama B and I can talk to her. And the thing that I appreciate and respect about her is that she listen. And sometimes she don't talk. She just listen. And that's what me and Sheila love to do. We love to listen. And then when we give our, our response, it will come from our biblical studies, from books we didn't read, and through experience. experience. And Lord. so those are the three things that we're going to give to you. And everything that we give to you, we're giving you from our heart because we want to see you succeed in, in whatever you do. And... We're just very grateful to be here because last week was very trying, dodging bullets, and just to and something else too. Yeah, and some yeah, and, and man, don't That's lie. That's why on I nobody. say just tell the truth. Yeah, just yeah, just tell the truth. Don't 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 lie. Don't lie on nobody because yeah, don't don't lie. Tell the truth. So with that being said, uh, baby, tell them about you know. The cash app and uh, tell them about. Well, you uh, can tell them about the cash app, but I want to still nah, give a shout. Be a woman talk. I I just want to give a shout out to all the women out there, and I just want to encourage you all. Let's stick together. Let's get along. Let's love each other. Yes, and I I, I second that, and and I really do believe that the the women they they know how to come together and work and accomplish things, and us. Us black men, we need to stop killing each other. We need to stop talking down on each other. We need to start stop, uh, you know, just backbiting. Focus on getting a college degree. What I would like to see, and I'm believing that the Stafford Boxing could set a trend in helping more young black men get college degrees, bro. Because there's too many of us in the penitentiary. There's too many of us out here 
on the sidewalk asking, you know, for this and that. And I understand that everybody don't have a perfect life, but life is like, you know, lemonade is, is bittersweet. And you got to take the lemons and make them into lemonade. And it's bittersweet at the end. And at the end of the day, you don't want to rush out. You want to wear out. And growing old is an honor. I know in this country, we cast aside our elderly people, but our elders are a valuable asset. They have something that we don't have, and that's experience. And in order for us to learn, we must embrace our elders, not cast them aside like they're no good. They are a wealth of information. They can uh, give us the love, the attention, the ear, the guidance that we desperately need. In other parts of the world, elders are looked upon as a valuable asset in the community. And so we need to embrace that in our community. Stop thinking when someone get old that they are worthless. No, they're not. They have wealth. And that's something that you must respect. And instead of talking down, we need to try to go to them and ask them questions so that they can share their knowledge and experience with us to help us make better decisions so that we won't become depressed because we will have an answer to a question that we're seeking in life. And by them living longer than us, they can provide that information. And the scripture said that the older generation has the wealth of knowledge. The younger generation has the youth, the energy. So the younger generation has to go to the older generation so that the older generation can pass on traditions and that is what is needed in our community. We need to pass on great traditions, not destructive uh, things that will prohibit the uh, the black race from evolving. And that's what the Stafford Boxing is about, evolving in the community and becoming champions, world champions in the boxing ring. And with that being said, we're about to get up out of here. I want to thank y'all again so much for the opportunity to sit me sit before y'all and talk about what's going on in the streets. And uh, we look forward to next week uh, podcast show. I don't know what topic going to be, but we're going to come up with something. But um, we just try to switch it up every now and then. So other people who may not be interested in boxing, they'll see that we talk about some of everything, life, of things. life issues and other things, and then with the audience participation. So, do you did you want to do the gold nugget yeah, real quick? Yeah, was yeah. it pride? No, nah, it was by honesty. Oh yes, please. Huh. Being honest is the gold nugget today. Honest is something that will take you a long way. When you're honest, people will will respect you. It's one thing that I want to be remembered when it's my time is that I was an honest man. I wasn't a man that will dishonest someone, take from someone, uh, mis misuse or abuse someone trust that they entrusted me with. I think that having honest is a tool that every person should have in their toolbox. Being honest can take you from here to there. And that's something that you want people to always remember you as an honest person. An honest person will give you so much respect that you wouldn't even be able to understand. 
and not having and, and not being honest can destroy an innocent life. Hmm. Do not lie on someone. Tell the truth. Tell everything. Don't just tell part of the story. Tell the entire story. When you tell a lie and when you're dishonest, not only do you change the course of life for that individual, but also your credibility is in shambles. So with that being said, that's the gold nugget for the Stafford Boxing Report. Once again, I am Stafford. This is Sheila. And if you like the Stafford Boxing Podcast, we appreciate your financial contribution to the Stafford Boxing Report. Excuse me, the, excuse me, the Stafford Boxing Club. Uh, cash app Stafford Boxing. Again, we thank you for tuning in with us, and we see you next week. Is it Stafford Boxing? Is it the dollar sign? Yeah, dollar sign Stafford Boxing. Yeah. So it's dollar sign Stafford Boxing. Yeah. So, babe, it's been another another uh, great uh, podcast. I think that we're getting better. Yeah. I think that we're being diverse. Not only we're talking about boxing, but mm -hmm. we're talking about life. And then also other sports, too, as you can see. Yeah, and uh, Bon Kiki said that he'll see you at the end of the season when we win. <laughs> hey, Cedric. Hey, man, thank you for your support, bro. Hey, thank you. Look, bro, we, hey, we will, you know what? Cedric and Mike. You, you know what? We've been talking about having a, a podcast show with all the Talk and Fight family. Yeah, yeah everybody just on one big podcast, so... Maybe we can, you know, Graham yeah. and Eric can make that happen where we can have uh, Sid, Mike, me, you, uh, and Natalie, Lou and, Lou. Lou and uh, uh, Tim. Tim Witherspoon. Yeah, we can do this all on the Stafford Boxing Report. Yeah, I think that would be great. So yeah. everybody can see and hear ideas and opinions from everyone, yeah. not just us. We gumbo. We got a lot of good stuff in there. <laughs> Gumbo's actually good too, but For we really? just don't eat that seafood yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'm we don't sorry, eat, yeah. darn it. Yeah, but but when you talk about gumbo, it reminds me of New Orleans Saints. Oh, okay. Now I don't, I don't like New Orleans Saints. I mean, it's some cool dudes, I admit, but you know. Oh, but y'all sweet like some beignets what's our, anyway. What's our friend's name that lives in New Orleans? Oh, Edric. Edric. Hey, boy, look at here. Hey, baby, let me tell you what I did. So, uh, New Orleans Saints were winning. So I was like, man. So I went to YouTube, got how to make beignets, hmm. and I sent it to uh, Edric. And then that's you know when they talking law, I said, my apologies, bro. My, my my apologies, Edric. My bad, my my bad. But Edric, boy, you owe me a box of uh shipping donuts, bro. I'm gonna need that, bro. You can cash at me that too. Oh, for Cedric, Cedric's, Cedric's, Cedric Sports Training. He said, by the way. I'm not a Chicago Bears fan, LOL, because I think uh, Bon Kiki said that. Oh, he said uh, Cedric and Mike, also Chicago Bears fans. So, so Cedric had to clear that up real quick. Boo. Very smart. Boo. All right, then, everybody. Thank you. Don't forget that you can also check us out on the Stafford Boxing YouTube channel. You can also check us out on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat. And I'll tell you the other one that we have, too. We'll have it all together on next Monday. Yeah, see, everything is champion. Yeah, 
champion, Stafford Boxing, the make them champion. And you can also listen to the audio on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And you can watch it on YouTube and also on the Talk and Fight website, Rumble, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Man, we global, bro. They just, just put it to you like that. So, baby, you ready? Yeah, we're gone. Sorry we got to go. Miss you. Stafford Boxing. The making of champions. Hey.